Hey, I want to talk to you more about uh, cricket because we've got the Alan Davidson medal coming up next week. But right now, I believe we've got someone special on the line. He's a very, very good friend of the show. Lightning Luke King, are you there? Good morning, gentlemen. I am on live from Sydney Airport right now. I'm about to board a flight. <laughs> How long have you got? And What's uh, let, let's uh, do it quickly. The uh, supercars in Newcastle. Yeah, um, um, we've got a, a few minutes here, so the, the lovely staff at Rex have given me a bit of time. But uh, yeah, Gen 3 supercars this weekend. Very, very excited to uh, see the new Camaros and Mustangs out on track. Um, we've had three practice sessions yesterday, and uh, it was Brody Cassetti that set the, the fastest time um, in practice three. So uh, there's, a, there's definitely a bit of a changing of the guard during practice, but I reckon we can probably expect to see guys like Van Giz and Chaz Mozart pulling out all stops for, for qualifying today. Gay Lightning, Gary Birkinshaw here, mate. Uh, mate, just read with interest overnight, they're having a bit of trouble with the, with the heat around the, the feet of the, the drivers, and uh, they're allowed to put... After telling them to take the heat shields off, they're allowing them to, to put them back on. So I wouldn't imagine it would be very comfortable having hot feet driving around uh, driving around in a supercar, I wouldn't have thought. No, it's not very comfortable at all, mate. Um, I was talking to my dad about that this morning on the way to the airport, and uh, apparently the teams have uh, been given open slather to be able to uh, put some more um, heat shielding around the, the feet of the drivers um, to make them more comfortable. But... Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's not the most ideal uh, scenario to have your boots melting on the pedals while you're uh, trying to drive around at 200 kilometres an hour. <laughs> hey, Luke, was I correct? Is that the venue? I think you had a clean sweep there, where you were untouchable in the Toyota 86. And tell us about that street circuit. Yeah, correct, mate. The last time we were at Newcastle, we uh, we won every race. Uh, qualifying was separated by one one hundredth of a second, so. It's an extremely tight little track, very bumpy, very narrow. In a, in a Toyota 86, um, it's a really cool circuit. But I've spoken to Jason Bright, who's a good friend of ours, and um, in, a, in a supercar, it is extremely sort of hard to carry throttle and uh, flow the car through, through the circuit. So, um, so yeah, it, it's an interesting one because the Gen 3 cars look like a much trickier car to drive. Um, they don't really look connected to the circuit at the moment. They don't look like they're biting in. So I think the teams are, are really um, having to, you know, play with their setup, um, try and figure out what works for these new cars. I think they drive and look a lot more like a GT style car on track. So there are a lot. What that means is they're a lot stiffer on the circuit. Um, so a bumpy street circuit like where we're at this weekend uh, makes it a lot tougher for the for the drivers to come to grips with the car. Yeah, the first race, obviously, Lightning with the new Mustangs and Camaro. So there's a lot of you feeling out, I reckon, around this event. But as we move forward, what do you expect over the course of the year? Van Gisbergen has been so dominant uh, in, in holding hold in the past. What do you think with the new cars? Will, will there be a changing of the guard? Yeah, look, that's definitely a possibility. And I think there's a lot of teams like Brad Jones Racing, Erebus, um, you know, even Walkinshaw, who have switched over from Chevrolet to, to Ford. Um, I think they're all very excited about this new car. For the fans, you know, that don't keep as close a track of it, basically what Gen 3 has done has leveled playing field. So a lot of the development work that the big teams would usually do, they're not allowed to do anymore. So a lot of the parts are controlled on the car and they just buy them direct from supercars. So it's going to be a lot more about the driver this season. So I think you're going to see tighter qualifying. And I think, you know, someone like Van Gisbergen, he's been wanting more competition. 
He wants people to try and beat him. He wants people to go at him and, and race him. And he's been vocal with that over the past couple of years. And I think this season, as long as that happens, SVG will stay in supercars. But I think uh, if he dominates again, he, uh, he might end up going to Europe and leaving Australia behind. Yeah, just uh, studying for this interview, I saw the Gen 3, they still run V8 engines. The Mustang powered by yep. a 5.4-litre quad cam. The Camaro, a 5.7-litre push rod. So it means less power, more torque. Can you explain that to our listeners? Yeah, so what they have done is the, the previous generation of supercar engine was a very, very specific motor developed over many years. Um, it was it's an old school technology, but very highly developed. Whereas these engines now are a lot more like what you would see in the actual Mustang on the road and in the actual Camaro. So the 5.4 litre for the Mustang and the 5.7 for, for the Camaro. Um, basically, they've lost some drivability in, in the car. So because the, the engines aren't quite as advanced as what they were for racing purposes, there's a bit more road car in them. They're, uh, they're a bit of a different driving style. So you're going to see drivers having to play around, trying to figure out exactly what these cars do and don't like. Um, and part of that is what we call the drivability of the engine. So, you know, how responsive the throttle is to, to when you start to push the pedal down. Um, it's, it's all changed, basically. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see who can get on top of it the quickest. Hey, Luke, I definitely want to ask you about the Formula One. Now, there's one thing in particular that I want to question you about and it's the Melbourne Grand Prix I heard there's a new DRS zone and I find this is just staggering and almost frightening that the Formula One's now on one of the straights in Melbourne will hit maybe over 340 kilometres an hour that is unbelievable correct mate correct yeah it's going to be big this year um Talking about the Formula 1, Steve-O, I've actually got some exciting news to, to release very soon. I can't, uh, I can't say anything about it yet, but uh, we may or may not be on track down at the Grand Prix this year. Uh, so I'm very excited to get down there. It'll be the first time that uh, I've ever actually been to a Grand Prix, believe it or not, because we've always been working on our own race cars or you know, saving for, for our own racing season. But um, that new DRS zone is down the back straight around the, one of the big curves. So they get quite a big run-up for, for that sort of left-right complex, uh, which is uh, from sector two into sector three. Um, and, yeah, it'll be one of the fastest straights on the Formula One calendar sort of rivalry. Rivalry is the, the Austria um, and, and some of those faster circuits like Bar over in Europe. Yeah. yeah, Luke, what did you make of the opening of the Formula 1 in, in Bahrain last uh, last weekend? And well, I suppose Oscar Piastri didn't actually have the greatest start to his Formula 1 career. Yeah, unfortunately, McLaren's not looking very good at the moment, mate. Um, and for, for poor Oscar, I think you know, Mark Webber, who is his manager, tried to do the best job that he could to get Oscar in the right car. And unfortunately, McLaren just hadn't been able to, to get it together. Um, you obviously hope that they're able to uh, to develop that car throughout the season. But the big one for me, mate, was Alonso. Massive fan of Fernando Alonso. And I, I was so excited in practice when he was, you know, up the front there and then qualifying. Um, I think the biggest standout for me was Aston Martin. Um, and I'm now getting ushered onto a flight. So I'm going to have to go, boys. But Aston Martin uh, <laughs> and Aston is going to probably uh, dominate the season. Yeah, uh, great to talk to you, mate. Safe travels. Look forward to catching up soon and look forward to the scoop that you may reveal on this show.
absolutely, mate. I'll let you know as soon as it comes through.